welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. Good morning, good morning. Today I want to talk about, we're going to dive into hormones specifically, talking about how like xenoestrogens can influence our hormones. Now, as you know, I work with a lot of women with balancing out their body and therefore balancing out their hormones. And when it comes to specifically estrogen, right, this is where it can obviously really affect women. It also affects men, um, but it can really influence um, our cycle. It can influence our body composition and our weight, and it can really influence our progress and our results as well. And so that's where really understanding that there are a lot of different ways we can contribute to hormonal imbalances. And sometimes, yes, there's going to be certain things with your nutrition, right? But with, as we'll dive into xenoestrogens, it can also be environmental, right? Certain exposures to certain chemicals and in these environmental estrogens and these environmental toxins. And so this is again, we're just really taking in consideration everything that we are exposing our body to. And so if you don't know what xenoestrogens are, right? Xenoestrogens are kind of like environmental estrogens in a sense, right? So these are not being, they are not made in your body, right? They're coming from outside factors and they are kind of a subcategory of endocrine disruptors. So this means that they can alter the normal function of your hormones. And so of course, right, we don't want to do that. We don't want to have that, like have our hormones being negatively affected by certain factors um, and certain chemicals and things that we're being exposed to. And of course, too, like, as I mentioned, we can have a high exposure to xenoestrogens and therefore alter the normal function of our hormones. But this can really influence, right, our estrogen levels or our estrogen symptoms, I would like to say. And of course, that can really influence like how we feel and kind of our weight and our body fat percentage, those types of things. Um, But of course, to the extreme cases, if this is on top of other imbalances, and this is in high, high amounts, right, this can result in other kind of greater health issues like breast cancer, right, obesity, infertility, endometriosis as well, um, miscarriages, diabetes, and then early, especially for younger women, right, or younger kids, early onset puberty too right? These influence our, our hormones and can really kind of drive these imbalances. And of course they can really affect the symptoms. And of course we always have to remember like our hormones <laughs> influence everything about our body and everything about our health. Like they are like our endocrine system is extremely interconnected and complex and all like, and it influences so many other body systems. So like really paying attention to those things because it, it will really affect how you feel and it'll affect your mood and it'll affect your results. Um, and of course, unaddressed for a prolonged period of time, it can really play into these not so great health issues. So diving into things, right? Like really thinking about, okay, if these are environmental toxins, right? How, like, where are they? Right. You may be asking like, where can these be found? And so obviously 
from certain foods and stuff, we can have certain xenoestrogens from like really poor quality foods or unorganic foods, right? So really, really important to pay attention to the quality of the foods that we have. Um, and this is again, where purchasing as much food and produce from like local farmers markets or that are organic and stuff can be helpful. Xenoestrogens can also be found in like a lot of plastics, right? A lot of plastic containers um, can be found in nail polishes, water bottles, like plastic water bottles a lot of cleaning products, right? Makeup products as well. And even like laundry products, right? So if you are having a lot of these unnatural, like really super synthetic products in, in your house, right? If you're using a lot of those cleaning products, you're wearing a ton of makeup, you're really kind of using even like all of your detergents, right? All of these different things, we are putting them on our body and our body absorbs that, right? Like our skin can absorb things. We inhale things, we ingest things, right? So there's certain things that can really influence our hormones aside from just just like the foods we eat, right? But of course, too, are the foods we eat are a factor in that too. So, right, how do we minimize the exposure to xenoestrogens? You may be thinking, I'll be like, man, like I have my dish soap and I have my makeup and I have my hairspray and I have all of these things. Like there's so many different things like, and it can feel super overwhelming, but I want to just have this conversation right now and letting you know, right? Something is better than nothing, right? And you don't have to be perfect. And there is going to be a lot of things too. So diving into that as well, because this is a conversation that we can often have with not just xenoestrogens, but just toxins in general. And unfortunately, right, we can't avoid every single toxin. And it's like, there's so many different things out there. And even when it comes to xenoestrogens, it's going to be impossible to avoid every single thing right? But that being said, something is better than nothing. And we can still do our best to find where those positive shifts we can make are in our lifestyle, in our habits, and in our day-to-day. And so again, the things I'm going to explain, the different kind of little steps that you can take to reduce your xenoestrogen exposure and just support your body and support your hormones, find those things that are alignment for you, find those things that you can do right away and take it step by step. You don't have to overhaul and throw it like your entire household. And you don't have to like do this crazy drastic extreme. Of course, sure. Go ahead. If you can, if that is in alignment with you and you want to do that, but for the most part, right, just look for those little adjustments, those little tweaks that you can make. So it can be as simple as changing the types of makeup you're wearing right? It can be as simple as changing what kind of dish soap you're using or what laundry detergent you're using or buying glass containers instead of plastic containers for your foods, right? So looking for those little things that you can do in your day-to-day and making those positive shifts. And even when it comes to organic foods, right? Or like looking at like hormone-free meats or dairy products, right? Really kind of taking a look at things too and just being like, okay, well, like, what, what can I do? What's going to have the most impact? So on the topic of food, obviously we want to try to avoid as many pesticides and herbicides and fungicides um, as possible because these can influence, right? These can be those, uh, those endocrine disruptors for us. And these can influence things and also be like burden our, our liver and our kind of increase your toxic load. Now that being said, right? Like really looking at the types of foods that you can buy organic. And there's going to be some foods that are going to be more beneficial to buy organic versus other foods. And so one of the things I always recommend to my clients who are like, Hey, I can't purchase everything organic. Like I I'm trying my best, but I have a family to feed and I just like, I can't, 
it, I just, just, I financially can't do that. So that being said, right, again, meet yourself where you're at. Look for those alternatives for you and for your lifestyle and look for those ways you can make even the smallest positive shifts with your nutrition or the quality of the foods you're having. And when it comes to organic fruits and vegetables, there are going to be some that are more beneficial than others to buy organic. So these are going to be the fruits and the produce that either they soak up a lot of water right? They, or they don't have a, like a heavy skin to protect them, or they are just like, they're very common to have like pesticide, like pests and different things. So that's where, again, they're sprayed more often. So if you're wanting to look for a compromise, I guess you can say, look up the clean 15 and the dirty dozen. So these are going to be a list that comes out every single year of the cleanest foods and the dirtiest foods. And so this is a really great place to start today. If you want to take a look at like, okay, what can I buy organic? What should I buy organic? What's going to be the most beneficial to buy organic? Then look at the dirty dozen, because those are going to be the types of fruits and produce that are going to have the highest amounts of these possible xenoestrogens, right? So really, again, and if you are having to only buy certain foods organic, aim at those. And then for the clean 15, right, those are the foods that and the fruits and the vegetables that are going to be less heavily sprayed or have the least amount absorbed, or they have a really thick outer layer that's going to protect them like a skin that is usually not eaten, right? So that's where certain things that are going to have kind of decreased levels, right? It's, they're not going to be as important to buy organic. So that's where, again, you can make that compromise and you can be like, okay, well, I'm going to invest in these foods to be or fruits and vegetables to be organic. And these ones are, they're a lot cleaner. So I'm going to kind of compromise and I'm just, I'm going to buy what's available, right? So again, little adjustments like that is where you can start. Now, when it comes to animals, animal products, right? Making sure we are buying like hormone-free meats and diff- like good quality types of animal products because this is where it's super, super important um, because we can get certain xenoestrogens from animal products. And unfortunately, this is where a lot of our commercial like meats and even eggs and dairy products, they're not the best. And so if you are eating animal products, that is probably one of the best things that you can invest in is in higher quality animal products. And you can look at your local like farmer's market. You can go to your local butcher. You can go to local farmers and and support, not only support them, but oftentimes they do take better quality, better care of their animals, better feed quality. And therefore too, um, the actual animal products are going to be a bit better too. So again, food, little simple things like that is just pay attention to the quality. Now, when it comes to plastics, right? um, This is a really, another really common source for xenoestrogen. So you can obviously try to reduce the use of plastics whenever possible. Ideally, don't try to microwave foods in plastic containers. Um, Instead, try to swap for glass or ceramic containers um, whenever possible. And that can be helpful. And then also like if you are filling up a water bottle, right? Because we see this a lot of time. You have a big water bottle and it's plastic and then you have your water in it for the day and you leave it and you let it sit, especially in the sun, right? This is where certain xenoestrogens, right? From the plastics can kind of go in there and you can drink it. So again, this is where metal containers or like our steel containers and stuff or water bottles or glass bottles as well can be helpful. So just paying attention to that. 
Now, in terms of our cleaning products, right? Our household different products and stuff. There is, we're pretty fortunate actually that there is a lot of different more natural alternatives to different household products. So different cleaners and really looking for those more chemical free ones, biodegradable house products, choosing chlorine free products and unbleached paper products as well. Women, tampons, really, really important, common, common source. And this is something where you're literally <laughs> shoving it in there. Um, and it can be, they're often bleached, right? And so there's, again, a lot of different chemicals um, and xenoestrogens that you can be exposed to with that. And then of course you can filter your water too. So that's really helpful, which is kind of reducing some of those endocrine disruptors as well. So paying attention to your household products, again, seeing where you can make those little adjustments next time purchase a different product, try something new, look for something that is more chemical free, more natural, more biodegradable, um, chlorine free, unbleached, those types of things. And then women, again, health and beauty, right? Making sure that the makeups that we're having, right, aren't going to have a lot of these like toxic chemicals in them, um, or those estrogenic ingredients and stuff. And if you can, like, there is, I believe it's called Think Dirty. It's this app that's really, really helpful. And it's totally free, you can download on your phone. And it's really great, because you can scan the barcodes of like different beauty products that you have or makeup products, and it'll tell you, right? So if you're unsure about something, and you're like, I actually don't know what any of these chemicals all these different ingredients are, right? There are tons of resources out there and even free apps that you can have directly on your phone and you can take a look at it um, and it can tell you, right? Like if it is how toxic it is, right? And so that can be really helpful. And again, just trying to minimize the exposure to these xenoestrogens as much as possible, because again, it's not if you have a little bit of exposure, you paint your nails once with this toxic kind of chemical, it's when it is everything when it is all around us constantly day after day after day. And this is again, where people oftentimes they, they're like, Oh, well, what happened? Like all of a sudden I have these hormonal imbalances or I have these issues with my detox or like I have these immune issues. Right. And like your immune system is really kind of overburdened. And this is where we have to remember, like in a sense, like our body and our immune system and our tolerance to these toxins it's kind of like a bucket. So it's like, it gets to a point where it's like the body handles it, handles it. And then it just like, it keeps building and building and building. And then suddenly there's going to be a point and it's just going to be overflowing and your body's going to be like, what the fuck? And it's just like, I can't take, I can't handle this anymore. And then that's where you start noticing those symptoms, right? So again, if we are constantly pouring into that bucket through our makeup, our household products, or the foods we eat, just everything that we're constantly exposed to and our liver can't keep up, we can't detoxify from these things effectively, right? Or we're doing other certain habits that are also influencing things. This is where it just builds up, it builds up, and then it hits that level and it just starts overflowing. And then we get a lot of these symptoms. So seeing what you can do to decrease that water line in a sense, right? And really kind of like support your body and support your liver. And like, we know, we know in our environment, we're exposed to so many toxins on a regular basis. That is why so many people these days have so many issues is because it is literally all around us. It is constant. It is everything. And again, if you're trying to run from it, 
good luck. You're never going to run from it, especially if you live in the city. So again, looking for those little compromises and those adjustments you can make to just be mindful and cognizant of these things and seeing where you can make positive adjustments. And again, if you make a positive adjustment every single week, for the rest of the year, right? It's going to build up and it's going to make a difference. One thing isn't going to make or break the entire process, right? But it's when we combine all of those things and it's the total of all of those habits, right? So again, looking for certain things right now today from what I've said, where you can be like, okay, well, maybe I'm going to buy that in a more natural form, or I'm going to change that up, or I'm going to buy this, try this new makeup, or I'm going to really invest in this type of fruit and produce to be organic. Looking for those little things, right guys? Now, as I said, a lot of makeups are going to have a lot of those toxic chemicals. You can also like different nail polishes, nail polish removers, super common, even in perf- with perfumes, right? If you're spraying this perfume all the time, like try to find something that's a bit more natural and essential oils are great. You can get these amazing essential oils and they are a natural, right? They smell great. They last a while. And so again, it's going to just reduce that exposure. And then of course, like chemical free soaps, toothpaste, those things that you use on a regular basis. And as you can see, right, if you're putting on makeup, if you're like putting on perfume, if you're painting your nails, if you're using soap, if you're using toothpaste, if you're using deodorants, if you're like, you can be having so many different things throughout the day, every single day. And we don't really think about it, right? Because that's what's in stores. That's what's being advertised as, or that's what's on sale. And so again, paying attention to labels of things and just learning that it's like, these things can influence your hormones, right? They can really influence our estrogen symptoms um, and they can really affect certain things again. And not just once, not just one exposure, but a lot of us have been doing these things for many, many years, right? So then it starts becoming an issue. So seeing where you can make those compromises. Hopefully that was helpful. Cause again, remember like we can have our, our natural estrogens that our body produces. Um, we can also be exposed to phytoestrogens, right? Plant estrogens that can also attach those estrogen receptors. I mean, then of course we can be exposed to xenoestrogens. Now, xenoestrogens are the ones that aren't necessarily ideal and they're going to come from a lot of those kind of more kind of chemical sources. And so these are where we really got to pay attention to our environment as well and what we're exposing our bodies. So anyways, if you have any questions, drop them, hashtag replay if you're watching the replay. Um, And hopefully we can get your hormones back in balance and you can find these easy, easy, effortless ways simple ways in your day-to-day to just better support your body because that's all it is. It's looking for those little adjustments, those little habits, and they build up on each other and they can make a world of difference. So getting healthy, supporting your body, optimizing your health doesn't have to be overly complex. It's just taking it step by step. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Park. Until next time.